I didn't want this. In fact, I had conversations with Tristan for a long time and I kept saying Icarus to him. When I would decline, I would decline certain podcasts, I would decline meeting certain famous people, I would decline talking about politics, I would decline things and I would keep saying Icarus. And he would say, why are you doing this? And I'd just reply, Icarus. Because I knew if I got too big that they were going to come for me. I knew that. So I tried to balance it and I felt like I did a pretty good job, but unfortunately I got it a little bit wrong. My fault. I got it wrong. I put myself here. Mm -hmm. But I also don't believe that there's any light without dark. It's yin and yang for a reason. I don't think that I can just become the most Googled man on the planet and become monumentally successful and make hundreds of millions of dollars and nothing bad's gonna come from it. I think that would be hubris. You just used the word hubris, it's a fantastic word. I think it would be stupid for me to sit there and go, I should be able to do all of this good and have a fantastic life and there's gonna be no repercussion in any form. I knew this was coming to the point where I literally sat with Tristan about three weeks before it happened and said, we're fucked. So why did it happen? It happened because I became monumentally successful and I became monumentally influential. Why do people join the army? You join the army because you're a patriot. Yes. And you join the army because you like the feeling of brotherhood. Yes. The problem is, another reason you join the army, let me actually clarify that. There's three reasons you join the army. You join the army primarily because you're a patriot. Secondly, because you enjoy the feeling of patriot, of brotherhood. And thirdly, it's because inside of every single man, there's a natural intrinsic instinct for battle, some kind of fight, some kind of war to win to explore the world. Why did men in the 1800s become sailors? Because you just want to do something. You want to go somewhere. You want some excitement. And excitement and risk go hand in hand. It's very hard to be excited without a degree of risk. If it doesn't hurt you if it goes wrong, then it's not exciting to do in the first place. And that masculine instinct has been hijacked by countries to convince you to join something like the Royal Marines. And I talk to you and you listen to me and you don't do anything and you stay losing at life, then none of it was worth it. But if I go through all of this and you wake up and you start going to the gym, becoming a better person, standing up for what's right, refusing to allow yourself to become a slave, then it was worth it. So the best way you could support me is be the best possible version of yourself. Yeah, they can't ban all of us and they can't put all of us in jail and they can't take everybody's bank. It is a, it is a battle of numbers. There has to be a, enough people to stand up and say, no, this is absolute garbage. And I agree with you. I wish we could reason with these people. Imagine how fantastic the world could be if all the world's global finance was actually aided towards helping people and truth. I want to talk about brotherhood because that was the, the goal of this emergency meeting. We'll talk about brotherhood. And that's what the whole war room event and the reason we're talking about it was uh, brought up in the first place. Yep. And talking about how brotherhood can amplify your life. A lot of people are talking about the clip we put on Twitter of your birthday. Do you remember that clip? Yeah, I remember. And I think a lot of the reason also that we're so famous and so respected and some other brothers out there perhaps aren't is because we genuinely stick by each other and work together as a team. And as a, in the world today, if you're going to try and be Rambo and be by yourself and do everything by yourself, you're not going to do it. So a lot of people who say to me, how do I become successful? The first thing I say to them is like, who's your brothers? Who are you working with? Mm -hmm. You can't sit and go out there in the world and do it by yourself because you're always going to be competing against a team. The war room is a team where 4,000 men who are working together to try and conquer the earth. How are you going to beat us by yourself? No matter how fantastic you are, you're going to lose. Tate brothers are a team. We're a team. We're friends you, are a team. Completely. You can be the best fighter in the world, but if you get jumped, you get jumped. And the world is exactly the same. So how do you build a strong brotherhood? Well, the first way you do that is being a good brother yourself. You get what you give in the world. If you want to feel loved, the best way to do that is to give love. If you want to feel respected, the best way to do that is to give respect. If you want to have good brothers, the best way to do that is to be a good brother yourself. And you're not a very good brother if you're broke. You're not a very good brother if you're, if you're stupid. You're not a very good brother if you're lazy. And you're not a very good brother if you're weak. So those are four things you can improve. Because birds of a feather flock together. And I don't hang around with anybody who's those four things. That's the beginning of it.
to each and every one of you as if you were my son or a student or someone I'm trying to mentor. I'm going to imagine that all of you know nothing and we're talking from the complete ground up how to become the best versions of yourself because manhood is exceptionally hard and life is hard. But how you shape yourself will determine how hard it is for you and how miserable it will be. I've said this many times in many different iterations on different podcasts, but I want to repeat it again. As a man, there is no easy life. If you're looking for an easy life, you should have been a girl. You made a mistake. Yep. Your life is not about being easy. Your life is not about being happy. Your life is always going to be difficult. All of the pain you feel, all of the sadness you feel, you're supposed to feel as a man, and you have two effective binary choices. You either go through the suffering and go through the trauma and go through the hardship it takes to be a man of value, or you suffer eternity as a nobody. And being invisible, I would argue, is almost worse. You can have a very stress-free life if you work in Starbucks. You don't care about the Starbucks once you clock off. You're not at work at the time. You go home, you play video games, and you exist until you die. Uh -huh. That's stress-free, but you have to suffer being a nobody. Alternatively, you can go out there into the world, try and implement your mark on the world, work hard, try to get rich, more money, more problems. You can try and start a business, the stress of that. You can lose your girlfriend because all you're doing is working. This is a new level of stress, a new level of trauma, but at least you'll be a somebody at the end of it. There's two ways to suffer. You either suffer to become a somebody or you suffer as a perpetual and forever nobody. What did Napoleon say? He said, glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. Absolutely. Glory is fleeting, but obscurity is forever. And when he says fleeting, that's a really good point because everything in life is rented, especially your glory as a man. When you have a good body, it is not a good body as complete. It's not finished. You haven't completed the task. You have rented that good physical condition. You must train every day to retain it. You're, if you don't want something, that's fine. Then you're going to stay a loser. And it's not my job to motivate you or convince you to want things. You should already want things inside of your soul and you should get up and do anything it takes to get them like I did. If you can sleep just fine being broke, then guess what? You're always going to be broke. That's life. If you go to bed and you can't sleep because you're furious at the fact that I can buy a new supercar every day and you don't have a single one, then you might do something about it. So it's down to you and it's your own personal decisions. And I think we've discussed this in a lot of different emergency meetings, but there's no such thing as busy. There's no such thing as don't have time. That's all garbage. There's only three reasons people don't have money and I've discussed them before. It's being stupid. It's being lazy. It's being arrogant. And to me, you sound like, well, you're not stupid because you're inside the real world and you're making money. You're not particularly arrogant because you're asking us how to do it. That's fine. But perhaps you're a little bit lazy. So you need to know what to do. You need to get it done. I did. I did a lot to avoid oh, you it. You did. I, Icarus. I must right. have said it a thousand right, right, times. Right, right. I could have made it much worse. Yeah. But I was never afraid of it happening. I think, I think there's a difference between knowing something bad might happen and taking the calculated risk and going, this is my journey for truth. And this is what I believe is what I should do and being afraid of something. Like, I understand if I go into the ring, I might lose. But I do believe 93% chance I'm going to destroy him. I guess so, because how else do you matter, right? That's, that's, that's my point. And I'm not saying that I'm glad I'm being persecuted for false human trafficking inside of Romania. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that, well, exactly. And if you, if you take the lessons from it, and if we want to once again talk about being as formidable as possible, then I don't think jail, okay, it's given me nightmares, but I don't think it's made me weaker. No. And it could have easily made me weaker. I could have gone through the exact same experience with a different mental model and emerged weaker. I believe I've emerged stronger, regardless of the fact that I have nightmares. I didn't have nightmares before, now I do, but I still see myself as a stronger person. Mm -hmm. That's one more thing I no longer have to fear from an unknown perspective. I know exactly what it's like. I know the best ways to deal with it, which I developed within the three months. And if they put me back, I know what I'm going into. Mm -hmm. So that's a unknown area of the map explored. Yes. And I don't want to go. 
but I do believe that I'm more powerful than ever. And you have to find the good in it. That's absolutely not the, for sure. But I don't think I was, I want to be very careful. I, I don't think I was looking for this fight. I'm finding the good in this fight. I believe that my fight actually has far-reaching repercussions for society now. Mm -hmm. I think that however this plays out is going to affect society in real time. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.